0: On a scorching hot summer's day in July of 1954, on the island nation of Japan, something strange occurred. The day was normal, just like any other at the Haneda Airport. That was until a businessman got off one of the flights. This man was from the nation called Tored, a nation that simply doesn't exist. As the story goes, a plane landed on the Haneda Airport in Japan, As you could expect, the vast majority of the passengers were Japanese. These people were most likely returning home from their holiday vacations so they could go back to work the following day. It just seemed like your average day at airport customs. People grabbing their luggage, having casual conversations, looking for other people that they were meeting, etc. Not all the passengers were Japanese, however. Some were in fact European, and it was one of these passengers who caught the attention of the customs employees, a man who would be the subject of conspiracy theories the world over. The man was well dressed, and along with his usual luggage, carried a leather-bound briefcase. The man's first language seemed to be French, however oddly enough he could also speak fluent Japanese as well as several other languages from all around the world. When asked what the purpose of his trip was, he said that he was here on a business trip. This made sense given the way he was dressed and what he was carrying, however, the problems began when they looked at the man's passport. The man gave the customs employee a passport that looked completely official and was in perfect condition. It even had stamps from other countries, including Japan, showing that the man had traveled To Japan before that day. What didn't make sense was that his passport said that he was from a country called Torred. None of the officials present recognized the name so they had to pull the man aside so they could clarify the discrepancy. The mystery man was brought to a small room and was asked to present other forms of identification to make sure that it wasn't some elaborate prank. The man happily and easily obliged, showing several forms of identification as well as currency and banknotes from his home country which didn't look counterfeit in any way. Being very confused at this point, they then showed him a map of the world and asked him to point out where on the map his country was. At first, the man was smug about this, as you could expect, treating it as it was easy and should have been well known to everyone in the room, but as he looked at the map, the man began to get confused and then nervous. The man pointed between the border of France and Spain, where modern-day Andorra is. The man claimed that this is where his home country should have been. He also claimed that his country was over a thousand years old, so a modern map, such as the one he was seeing, should have shown it. What's further confusing is that the man claimed that this was his third trip to Japan that year and that he had been making similar trips over the past five years and had never once had a problem. The stamps on his passport also confirmed this. Everyone involved was very confused at this point, as you could expect, so the airport called the company that the mysterious man claimed to be visiting to see if they could clear any of this up. But the company had never even heard of the man before. Not only that, but the company the man claimed to work for didn't even exist at all, and when they called the hotel that the man said he had a reservation at, they said that they had no reservation under that name. The man went from confused to angry at this point, as he assumed that the customs employees were pulling some kind of joke on him or something, and he asked to see government officials so that they could fully clear up the matter once and for all. The man would have to wait for a meeting, however, as you could imagine, and since the airport couldn't hold him in the interrogation room forever since they didn't really have any real reason to. They let him stay in the suite at the airport's hotel with two immigration guards to keep watch over him and make sure he didn't leave. Now, it's important to keep in mind that there was only one door in or out of the hotel suite and that it was under constant supervision by both of the guards. The reason why this is important is because after some time had passed, the guards knocked on the door to check on the man. The man gave no response, however. So they entered the room, and the man was completely gone. There was no trace of him anywhere, and there was no holes in the wall or any signs of escape. For those of you that think he simply left out the window and then closed it on his way out, it's also important to know that the window was on the sixth floor of the hotel and had no ledge so he couldn't have even climbed down. And if the man had jumped from the window, the fall would have almost likely killed the man. And even if by some absolute miracle he survived the fall, he would have been far too crippled to move, or would have at the very least left a trail of blood. But there was no signs of anything like that. There was no body on the ground, no signs of injuries anywhere inside or outside of the hotel. Nothing. Not only that, but all the man's belongings had also vanished. Now, you might expect that, but what's strange about that fact is that the man's belongings were kept in a separate location, and the man was not informed of the location of his belongings, so there's no way he could have taken them. The two guards were, of course, scolded, but they insisted that they had been watching the door the whole time and that no one had gone in or out of the room since they put the man inside of the room since the event no one has ever seen or heard from the mysterious man from torred ever again people have naturally proposed many theories over what happened some think it was some very elaborate prank. Some think it's an urban legend that simply isn't true and got too popular, which caused people to think it was true, and others also believe that the mysterious man was from another universe entirely. You see, there's a theory that there are universes similar to our own out there but with minor differences. I'm sure most of you have heard this theory before. People believe that the man from Torred was from one of these universes where the country of Torred did in fact exist, and that somehow during his plane ride to Japan, he was temporarily ripped from his universe and dropped into our own. You may also recognize this as being part of the Mandela Effect, which is a phenomenon where many people remember historical events differently from what actually happened. In case you didn't know, people also think that that part of the Mandela Effect is because of alternate universes colliding with each other. Every theory has its skeptics however, as you would naturally assume, and the man from Torred is no different. You see, no one can actually trace the origin of this story. The earliest reference to this story is believed to have been published in a book from 1981 called The Directory of Possibilities by Paul Begg. The story in that book isn't as in-depth as the one I just told you. In fact, it's only a paragraph long and it is presented as a tidbit of truthful information. The extended version, or the version of the story that I just told you, can only be traced back as far back as 2012 when it appeared on a website called Before It's News and was written by Terence Aim. Naturally, skeptics have used this as proof that it is nothing but an urban legend. They also point out why no one can find any newspaper articles or anything like that about the event. But people who believe in the story fire back, saying that they probably would have never allowed the papers to publish the story, so the airport and the Japanese government as a whole wouldn't be embarrassed by the events. People also question how it could go from a paragraph to such an in-depth full story if the full story didn't already exist in some capacity. Believers also point out that There have been many other cases similar to the man from Torred, as proof that the event did or at the very least could have happened. And don't worry, these events will get their own video in the future. But now I leave it all to you. What do you think happened on that day? Was it all a well thought out prank? Was it just a story that got blown out of proportions and caused people to believe it? Or Was a man really transported here from another universe entirely? As I said, I'll leave that all up for you to decide. Hey guys, children of the night here. And I just wanted to say thank you for either watching today's video on YouTube or listening to it on Spotify or all those other places in podcast form. And just know that if you're watching this on YouTube, just know it is available in podcast form on stuff like Spotify. And if you're watching this on Spotify, just know that it is also available on YouTube. (laughs) Um, If you are also interested in supporting me more than you already are by watching here today just know that I am on Patreon at patreon.com slash children of the night, or you can just use the nifty link in the description. There you can get access to polls that dictate what I narrate here next. You can also get early access to the narrations and so much more. Any support there is gracefully appreciated. And also, you know what to do. If you're listening on YouTube, that is. Like, comment, subscribe, and do all that other fun stuff that YouTubers tell you to do. Um, other than that, be sure to follow my social medias. That's all linked in the description as well. But other than that, I want to say thank you for listening, and good nights and sweet dreams to all my fellow children of the night.